Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Reese, my dear man, what the fuck are we talking about today? We are talking well, about a kick-ass Canadian mayor who who saved potentially thousands, hundreds of thousands of lives. Wow! And and then okay, and then they loved her so much they made her the mayor for the rest of their her life. That's amazing! All right, you told me this was going to be a banger episode. This, this already good, sounds this is a good one. Sounds pretty good to me. All right. Um, Let's do I'm, it. I'm going to stroll a little Let's faster. Do <laughs> Let's do it. Yay. Just climb down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries. Minister, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gold ass to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Hello and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Reese Waters and with me uh, is the Italian ad- adventurer, Jesse Harley. Buongiorno. How's, how are you, Jesse? Actually, it's nighttime here, so it's buonasera. Oh, okay. How, how is nighttime in Palermo? Nice. It's busy. It's noisy. It's dirty. It's uh, busy, noisy, you know. dirty. You're here <laughs> first. Visit Italy. It's like uh, the, the new Daft Punk album. Busy, go. noisy, dirty. Busy, noisy, dirty. Yeah. <laughs> 
Have you got some kind of chrome helmet you can wear? <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. I did see a sushi restaurant with some really bad uh, English, as they call it. Hold on. You just have to constantly avoid traffic here. Nobody slows down. Everyone just like, it's like a constant nonstop game of Frogger in the city. Are you, you want to cross the street? You just this episode the while street. You don't wait. Are you recording this episode while walking around a small, busy Italian city? Uh, yes. Thanks, okay. actually. I'm trying to find quiet uh, alleyways, which... Um, okay, so hopefully you get there's not a lot of people while, uh, while we record. That'll be a first for podcasting. So I wanted, I wanted to tell you about the sushi restaurant I saw. Okay. Uh, with some, like, a really bad, badly translated motto. It Underneath it said, um, my sushi in your sushi. My sushi in like, your sushi. What the fuck sushi. does that mean? That sounds sound sexy. My sushi in your sushi. And, and they were so confident yeah. with this translation, they put it on their sign in permanent letters. My sushi. Like, just, no, let's not check this. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if your first date is my, my sushi in your sushi, then, um, I mean, that sounds more like third date activity. You're going to rub your sushis together. <laughs> Hi, I'm going to have the California roll. He'll have the tempura roll, and I'd like his sushi inside of my sushi. Thanks. Again, sounds, can you do that for just, me? Just, oh, you can. Oh, good. It just sounds yeah. dirty. <laughs> Put your sushi in my sushi. Put your sushi. <laughs> a good song. A good just, like, pop song. <laughs> the innuendo laden. What's number up one you? hit. In your, put your sushi in my sushi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'll send you the photo. It's good. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So, do, uh, do you want to do a content? Do you want to learn a thing? Well, tell me about you, motherfucker. Oh, me? It's not just about me. Oh, God, what have I been doing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been so cold, so cold here. It was minus 20 with the wind uh, at one point, and we had a ton of snow. <laughs> um, Sorry for the noise. Motorcycles everywhere. It's just a vest. Constant, constant traffic. Someone in, a young so it was negative 20? Yes. And and I took Rosie out for a walk, and her, her pads on her feet froze. Um. Because I was like, I'm not going to go outside because it's too cold for her. And she won't wear boots. She just shivers and freaks out if you put anything on her other than a collar. Um, and it's like a nervous breakdown. So I took her out quickly, came back in, and her pads were frozen. And it was like a hard tapping noise on the floor as we walked in. Oh, that's really sad. So she's, she's qu- very quickly going out to the toilet, pissing in four foot snow deep, which means she's, you know, it's not very nice. And then uh, running back <laughs> in there. So that's my life. <laughs> Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. Oh my god! But she's on. Poor Rosie. She's fine. Also, her okay. her sister had puppies. So if any, you know anyone wants a dog like Rosie, let me know. I don't, but uh, dear listener, just contact us, and you might get a free puppy. <laughs> Not a free puppy. There's a bribe we've I'll never used before. The people who own the puppies. <laughs> Yeah. Give us give us a good review, and we'll give you a fucking puppy. <laughs> I'll mail it out to you. <laughs> just put holes in the box exactly so anyway it, it, all right teach me about this mayor i want to know about this mayor okay cool okay so you said it was a bang episode i'm all excited hazel mccallion have you ever heard of it hazel am i being quizzed at the end of this episode too you will be hazel mccallion hazel mccallion all right. Or maybe it's maybe it's Macaulian. I don't know. Maybe that's pronunciation. I don't know. But anyway, she was born. She was born uh, Hazel Junot in on February the fourteenth, nineteen twenty one, in Port Daniel on the coast of Quebec. So she was born in the twenties. She graduated from Quebec High School and then she attended business secretarial school in Quebec City of Montreal. Uh, this is a lot of fast flying trivia that I'm afraid I'm not going to remember. Good, good. 
so <laughs> so but she she one of her first loves was hockey so uh, she started playing hockey in the 1920s with her two sisters and was a forward on her team and then she became a professional women's hockey player uh, in the 1920s that's fucking awesome um and was rece- getting paid five dollars a game because the team the team was sponsored by a company called kick cola that i don't think exists anymore I don't think. No, I think I've heard of it though. But kick yeah. cola. Right. Five dollars. Now this is in the 1920s, so five dollars a game might actually have been a it's significant like a amount of money. I don't it's know. Like a million dollars. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what, exactly. I mean, what I was she, could, say. she could probably have a meal and like pay her rent for a week, and then imagine. invest the other nine hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, despite her, no, no, despite her fledgling professional women's hockey career, she wanted to go to university, but her and her family couldn't afford it. So she took a job at an engineering firm instead. But okay, so she she's quit her illustrious job as a professional hockey player no, to she, become an engineer. Yeah, you well, know, she took a, no, she didn't become an engineer. She she went to an engineering firm to work, so she would have been like kind of more admin in the engineering firm. Oh, was, okay, because deni- it's five dollars. She was denied further education due to it. She so the million dollars that she was getting paid every jo- every every she wasn't. I mean, uh, yeah, wasn't enough. Amazing, five the five dollars she earned per game wasn't enough to finance her life and university. But hold on, I'm checking something. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. What are you checking? You're going to get mugged in an alley. Hang on. I mean, I was just asked if I wanted drugs. So, like, it's very possible. What did you say? Uh, he just, like, he looked at me as he called me over. He's like, hey, hey, you want anything? You want anything? I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. <laughs> it's very common. In, in Next time this, that happens, just go, can I just have a hug for now? Maybe I'll see you later. Can I have a hug? Do you have a slinky? Yeah, he's like, I haven't exactly. played with a Very fancy <laughs> Rubik's Cube right now. He's like... <laughs> Oh my god! Can you imagine he just opens his coat and produces a Rubik's cube? I have to buy it. <laughs> what you want to do is try one of these yeah. new Sudoku puzzles. Apparently, all the kids are using them. There. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, Five dollars. Just buying drugs. Uh, Canadian. He's just buying some in nineteen twenty. <laughs> Five dollars. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, oh, that is not a lot of money. Hundred dollars a game. There we go. In today's money. So yeah, we, we we overestimated yes. with a million. Just a tad. <laughs> well, this isn't an economics podcast, and neither of us are claiming. Thank to be. God, yeah, oh, God. Um, but anyway, so so uh, McCallion, she, well, Hazel, she was desperate to have a have a career in politics. So she was, she was at this stage. She would have been in, in her. She would have been in her early forties. She was a okay. you know a, um, a relatively young woman to be entering politics. So she tr- she ran mm-hmm. for um, for the pos- position of a deputy reeve, which basically means deputy mayor of Streetsville, which is now part of Mississauga in Ontario. Is it actually called Streetsville? It, it was. Yeah, it's called Streetsville, which is a great name. What should we call this town? Well, there is. It's got streets. Streetsville. Perfect. House town. <laughs> Human land. <laughs> like. Grass field. I want to live in. Let's 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 please start a town and call it Human Land. Human like, land. <laughs> <laughs> Canada's least imaginative town. But anyway, she so but she so this was 1964, and uh, she apparently she was unsuccessful, and she later considered herself to be the victim of dirty tricks. However, she was what? she was elected to be the Streetsville mayor six years later in 1970. Uh, and then she served for three years until 1973, and then they merged Mississauga and a bunch of the other towns together 
to they, they merged everything together to create Mississauga instead. So all those little towns like Streetsville became part of the city. And, and Streetsville and Human Land? Streetsville, okay. Human yeah, yeah. Land, Grassfield, House Town. Shoe Town. All of them. Shoe Town. Yeah. People are wearing shoes. Let's call it Shoe Town. <laughs> wait, wait. That kid's not out. Yeah. Get the hell out of the city. Hatsburg. <laughs> <You know, laughs> <laughs> right next to Shoe Town. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just have a fucking grand old time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so this Who, is all to go for a swim in River Lake. <laughs> <laughs> River Lake Pond, uh, puddle. Exactly. There we go. Um, no, no. So, 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 River Lake Pond, yeah. Streetsville merged with Mississauga, um, and then she became she then won election as mayor in 1978 um, by cool. just three thousand votes. She beat she beat a very popular uh, uh, other uh, incumbent mayor. Um, and the Toronto Star reported that plain talk in Mississauga wins Hazel the mayor's job. So she was known for being a, you know, she, she was a, she was a born in the twenties, plain talking kind of gal. I gotta say, Reese, this isn't a cracking episode so oh, far. I mean, it's nice. Oh, it's a, it's a nice story. Just wait. <laughs> just wait. I was literally just getting to. This would be a good was, time for a commercial. <laughs> I, was, I was I was just getting to the bit where the text is bold and four times the size underneath. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So, so she'd been in the, she'd been mayor of Mississauga for only a few months, and then okay. have you ever heard of the nineteen seventy nine Mississauga train derailment? No. So what happened was, <laughs> this is insane. I can take a guess. <laughs> like, well, you, in nineteen seventy nine, there was a train derailment in Mississauga. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> The clue is in the name. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so, so a CP freight train car- carrying hazardous chemicals uh, basically derailed and caught fire. So the train consisted of 106 cars that carried multiple chemicals and explosives, including styrene, toluene, propane, caustic soda, and chlorine. So basically, Jesus. 106 cars full of like the nastiest stuff you could imagine. Um, and what happened was, on the 33rd car of the 106 cars, um, heat 
began to build up on an improperly lubricated journal bearing on one of the wheels. Don't know what that is. If you're in train engineering, okay. I imagine you're having a good time. Um, <laughs> resulting in a condition known amongst train workers as hot box. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, ever met a, a train dirty, worker sure. with hot box, Jesse? Probably a few, yeah. honestly. Uh, I don't talk to train workers for that reason. But at, next time you do, if you do, but they have ask, crazy ask eyes. Them about their hot box. Oh my! I don't think I want actually. To, my no. neighbor is a safety inspector. I'm going to bump into walking dogs. I'm going to ask him about his hot box. Do you have a hot box? Can yeah. I touch your hot box? Tell me more about your hot box. So somebody he does listen to this podcast sometimes. So go. I won't say his name. In case <laughs> what? I won't say his name in case he doesn't want to be mentioned. But hi, hi neighbor. Well, you know a train conductor with a hot box? No, he's a, he's, a, he's he's in charge of like safety. He's like a train safety dude. Of the trains. Yeah. And he has a hot box. No, I don't imagine he does. He probably wants to avoid one because that's what caused this derailment. Okay. Yeah. Hello, Reese's friend who is in charge of safety for trains. Keep it safe. It's nice to know her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, So so residents living beside the tracks reported seeing smoke and sparks coming from car 33. Um, and they thought the train was on fire. The friction eventually burned through the axle, and as the train was passing a level crossing in the city, uh, the entire pair, uh, entire axle and pair of wheels fell off completely. Uh, causing, oh, my God. Cause, causing an impact, and several tank cars filled with propane instantly burst into flames. Uh, oh, my God. Other tankers were other tankers were ruptured and then a huge explosion happened in sending a fireball 1500 uh, meters into the sky which could be seen from 100 kilometers away that's amazing um and then the the, the train's brakeman a guy named larry Cooper, who was 27 um basically put himself in danger to release an air brake that mean, meant they could move some of the carriages away from the exploding carriages um and he was he, oh okay so, so like de- de- decouple yeah, some of the, the, exactly. the train do okay, some right, train yeah. engineering stuff to basically hey maybe we should move those other unexploded tankers away from the ones that are currently now why exploding. is this a dangerous thing why is this a dangerous thing for him to do well because everything's exploding around him <laughs> Right, that's fair. And he was <laughs> he was recommended for the Order of Canada for his bravery afterwards, and and it was later described. What's his name? Uh, uh, Larry uh, Krupa. He was twenty seven at the time. Right. But his his um, wow, did he have to like climb out like Indiana Jones and like straddle two cars and like bend over and and like haul up this big steel post to uncouple the trains, and then he had to leap from the one car back to the the, the, the car with the engine and grab hold and no all the while with I, no I, I, like, maybe, <laughs> maybe but um but right. his That's his act of, act of bravery was described as bordering on lunacy so it's fucking awesome pretty cool so so after more what's his name one more time what's his name one more uh, time larry Cooper. larry Cooper. yeah all right so after explosions uh the firefighters tried to like cool things down um and there was a um a ruptured chlorine tank they were worried about because basically a deadly cloud of chlorine gas could could kind of suddenly cover the whole area of of mississauga so it was decided that they had to evacuate rapidly two hundred thousand people so it would be it would be the largest peacetime evacuation in north american history until New York, New Orleans was evacuated because of Hurricane Katrina in two thousand and five. 
Amazing. 200,000 people were evacuated. So this came down, this was Hazel's job, working with the Peel Regional Police. They were like, hey, hey, you're the mayor, and, and these are the police. Uh, you need to rapidly um, evacuate 200,000 people. So they basically just improvised because no one had any plans for how you how you do that. That's weird, though. I was just thinking that. Like, doesn't isn't that just part of being in a municipality? Like, uh, how do I put this? Like, wouldn't you have plans like this already long, long, long in place? They do now, but in the 70s, <clears throat> you know, it was only when terrible things happened they came up <laughs> these plans. So... Right, that's fair. <laughs> so, so, she, okay. so she kind of spearheaded it, and she actually got injured. She sprained her ankle, but she continued to hobble back and forth to different press conferences and meetings until the whole thing was done. Do you sold. do you know how she sprained her ankle? No, no, but it was quite early on during the crisis. Um, I have a request. Right. Just to just to just to amp this up a little bit. Can you put a little bit of danger music? Right to this and just just improvise like a 30 second story of how she sprained her ankle while trying to evacuate 200,000 people okay uh Uh, hazel ran to the level crossings in the town she saw the child with a balloon little did the child know that despite the flaming train was less than five feet behind them uh, the sound of propane <laughs> gas was leaking. It was going to explode. Hazel used all her strength, might, and human speed to sprint across and save the child. But as she leapt, the tanker exploded. Shielding the child, she did a she did a 180. And landed awkwardly on her ankle, twisting it. The child was fine. She was fine. I'm too old for this shit, she muttered under her breath, quietly enough that the child wouldn't hear the profanity. (laughs) Delivering the child back to the neglectful mother who wasn't paying attention to the child stood in front of the burning train. Hazel went back to another press conference with CBC to tell them to fuck off and let her get on with her job. How was that? That was fucking amazing. (laughs) Cool. I'm going to get you to do these stories a lot more often, man. You're really good at them. (laughs) Hazel's badass. So... Um, I really, uh, part of me thought you were, were going to say that the, she turned around, sprained her ankle, and when she turned around, she saw that the kid was evaporated, like just eviscerated by like a huge fireball. From the- <laughs> That's really dark. That's, well, no. Okay. Like, yes. You don't spray, if you're going to sprain an ankle, you've got to at least save a life. <laughs> right. Anyway. Um, so there were no serious, no deaths or serious injuries during this week long evacuation and emergency. And it was, it was, it was, uh, World, world, it became world famous for Hold on. an unbelievable, su- successful evacuation. Why was it a week long? Like, wouldn't they need to get them out of there? Like, it took them a week to like put all. It took them a week to put all the fires out and make it safe. Sure, okay, so that makes sense. But why would it take a week to evacuate everybody? No, no, they, they evacuated and they were all evacuated for for two for two for a week. Sorry, uh, they were all like they all had to stay. Uh, the whole oh, city okay. was like. The whole city was like um, Walking Dead, like eva- like totally deserted for, for a whole week. That's amazing. That's amazing. So because yeah, because of the speed and efficiency, like she. Do you have any known... details about how she improvised the evacuation plan? No, I I couldn't I couldn't find it, but I I but we people should look into that for themselves. That's my advice. 
I'm sure there's a book somewhere. <laughs> but, um, so, 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 so much so they stud they people did study it afterwards, and other cities have modeled their own emergency plans after this moment. No way. And you don't know what yeah. she did. That's so disappointing. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a civil. I'm not a civil emergency plan. My dad used to do it. I'm not a civil emergency plan. I'm just the son of. One. I don't know. Is that true? I got out. I got out of the family business. Is that is so. that true about your dad? My dad used to do emergency and disaster planning for civil government. That's fucking cool. Really yeah, cool. You used to have to go and train on military bases. So she did on like how to evacuate. So Hazel did such a good job with her improvised evacuation plan that other cities started uh, copying what she did and putting it in their own emergency yeah. plans. That's so, amazing. So like, say you're in Palermo, there's an emergency, the phone rings, it's the, they answer the mayor, they go, mayor, we need to evacuate Palermo, there's something terrible is going to happen. So one of his assistants runs over, kicks him in the ankle, and then they follow the rest of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I imagine that's exactly what the plan states. Yeah. <laughs> You do exactly as I did. Like, we need to find a child with a balloon. Exactly. Tell the CBC to fuck off. They're not here. So anyway, um, so they really look forward to that part. So what yeah. happened? Yeah. So so Hazel then just became a legend and was easily reelected as mayor for the rest of her life. Yeah, I can now. I can kind of see why, right? So, so this was nineteen. What did I say? Nineteen seventy-nine. Like, did they, this did they continue to have more elections, or it was just like one election? Like you've got it for life if you want it. No, no. This is North Korea. She did have to run for the election. <laughs> so, this is dear leader for life of Mississauga. <laughs> Thank you so much for clarifying that Mississauga was not yeah. North Korea. I'd, that was Canada's North Korea. That's what they call. That's what it. we're going to call the episode. Yeah, that's good. So she she was still receiving more than ninety percent of the votes uh, in twenty years later in nineteen ninety seven. Wow. And two thousand and three, she never bothered to campaign. She refused to accept political donations and instead said, "Hey, if you want to donate money to my political campaign, give it a charity instead." Aww. And she still won ninety percent of the vote. Um, uh, and on her ninetieth on her ninetieth birthday in two thousand eleven, which was her, um, uh, she was assessed by Doctor Barbara Clive, a geriatricist, who stated that at ninety her gait is perfect, her speech is totally sharp, and she has the drive to still run this city. She's the poster child for seniors. Amazing. Um, so she 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 what's her secret announced in. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, I, uh, who knows? Maybe it was the chemicals in the train. Um, She's going to live to 175. Yeah. <laughs> so she announced during her final term she would not be running for re-election in 2014. Um, Aww. Which is which is crazy. So sadly, she died from pancreatic cancer at home Aww. in 2023 at the age of 101. No way. Um, <clears throat> Which is amazing. That is amazing. So th she had a she had a state funeral on her hundred and second birthday, um, and uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, Jean Chantal, and <laughs> Doug Ford all turned up to her funeral. Oh, wow. And in Ontario, all flags were flown at half mast on the day of her funeral. Wow. So there we go. Wow. <clears throat> what a 
What a, did you expect that? No, I did not. That was a hell of a story. Where did you dig that up? That was incredible. Don't don't know. <laughs> I don't, it was it was just in my notes. It was one, one of my it was on my to do pile for episodes. That was amazing. I was like, oh, let's do this one. That was amazing. Yeah. If I'm going to distract Jesse from Italy, I'm going to have to find a good one. <laughs> uh, let's do some uh, admin for the show. But after admin, we'll be doing a quiz. Yeah, sound good. Yay! Yeah, quiz time. Well, okay, what's the admin? Be a little bit more. Canadianbollocksisboring.com <laughs> forward slash. No, what? Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Canadian politics is boring. If you want to support, you're really us. good at this. If you don't have any money, <laughs> if you don't have any money, because times are hard, everything's expensive, That's true. and uh, pay hasn't gone up. Then just give us a nice review for free. We'd love that, actually. Yeah. Jesse and Jesse's promised you free puppy. <laughs> I mean, yep. That's yes. There it is. <laughs> you're for me, folks. Mailed to you in an airtight envelope. <laughs> Jesus Christ, don't send people dead puppies, Reese. That's not okay. <laughs> Fucking hell. They were dead when I put them in there. <laughs> them? How many of these please, puppies are stuck in a tight, airtight envelope? Please oh. don't, don't mail puppies. This is a health and safety request. Please don't mail puppies. <laughs> oh, uh, coming up soon. If Reese ever gets off his ass to actually do it, we're going to have, um, uh, cause I know like signing up for Patreon, putting in your details and all this stuff is a big pain in the ass, but if you still like to support us and listen to hundreds, I don't know about hundreds, a hundred, a lot, a lot of like amazing, like fucking incredible additional content on Apple podcasts. We will be, um, introducing the subscription. Uh, button which is just a click to support and listen to if you're bored or you're on a road trip or you want an extra 100 or 200 episodes whatever that's how you do it easy peasy yeah, yeah that's coming yeah. that's coming as soon as Reese gets up his ass okay. to do it yay at some point uh jesse let's do a quick quiz all right um oh i'm doing it sorry yeah. i was waiting for you to ask me a question <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the capital of cambodia what was the name what was the name of the company that sponsored uh hazel's oh, team what was the drinks company called it was like it was a cola company um like tick or something oh i'll give you half a point kick, kick, cola. kick cola okay half a point i'll take it kick cola. all right i'll take it yeah um oh wait buzz is real can we, can we put like can we put like some full of cocaine <laughs> can we put some like fun quiz music over this I think this segment needs a little bit of fun quiz music. If I have time. Okay. What year? Yes. And I nearly gave this away. What year was the Mississauga train delay? 1979. Ah, I nearly said, what year was the 1979 (laughs) Mississauga train? (laughs) Once again, the clue was in there. Um, (laughs) Um. what percent of the vote did Hazel get in 1997, 2000, and 2003? Hello? Oh, that's weird. I guess I, guess I just lost Jesse. Um, the answer was 90%, if you paid attention at home. Um, it was just me. Never done this before. Well, we have sometimes, I guess. Uh, this is this is Reese. Uh, that was Jesse in Italy. I'm assuming he didn't get killed by uh, by getting hit by a Fiat. So um, I'm going to sign off. So we'll see you soon. Uh, thanks for listening. CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com for all the socials and everything else. And we'll see you soon. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. <laughs> 